The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to. This is their first tag team match together in three years. So I think, as they say, it's like riding a bike. It's going to be real smooth sailing. I agree. I think that the chemistry of the team will be there for sure. I don't know if you really sail when you're riding a bike. What do Ricky Starks you do? Well, if you're parasailing. Thank you. Thank you, Taz. Let me just say, too, that Rapungi Vice, in case people are wondering, Rapungi is one of the most famous bar, restaurant, party areas oh, yeah. in all of Tokyo. Very familiar with that. Uh, Many times you've had some great times there, Taz. Yes, I have. Well, not you and I together, but individually. And this match will be coming your way in just a few moments right on TNT. Join us for Rampage. Then we go eat the griddles.
great tag team rivals of modern day New Japan Pro Wrestling making its debut right here in the United States in Atlantic City. The crowd is hot. Starks is hot. You almost got blown up by that pyro. And Trent Barretta's on fire, baby. My eyebrows are still here. It's a big deal right here, this tag match. You guys laid it out perfectly. Look at Nick Jackson here. Whoa, man. Like a gazelle. Whoa. Whoa. Big back elbow by Trent Barretta. These are two of the most decorated. Whoa, oh, Rocky Romero! Nice work on Rana. Takes on Nick Jackson on the outside. Returns up to the ring to Trent Ferretta. The Young Bucks and Rapongi Vice, two of the most decorated tag teams in New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Bucks, seven-time former IWGP Junior Heavyweight wow. Tag Team Champions, the most of all time. And Rapongi Vice, four-time former champions. And now they are ping-ponging Matt Jackson back and forth, Ricky. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, you know what? I actually remember watching them win the New Japan uh, 2016 Super Junior Tag Team Tournament and staying up real late to, to catch it live. A big knee to strike and a lariat. Rocky Romero goes for the cover. Nick Jackson breaks it up. Did you have to get your parents' permission to stay up that late? I knew that was coming. It sounded like you're being naughty there or something like that. Speaking of naughty, look at the Jacksons here. Taking it to Rapunky Vice. Still to come here tonight on Rampage, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, will be in action going one-on-one -on -one with Robin Renegade. Wow. The cold-hearted, handsome devil himself, Hook, will take on Blake Lee from the factory. And the AEW World Tag Team Championship, our main event match, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus defending against the top-ranked Gun Club. Great double knee strike by Rapunky Vice. Yeah, stereo knee strikes right there, and Beretta's feeling it. Yeah, look at that big high five, I love it. Another huge Rampage show. You're gonna have to have a hell of a main event, though, to beat the one that Starks had with Jay Lethal last week. That was a great match. I never got a chance to uh, tell you that because I don't ever talk to you during the week. Oh, look at this, the Young Bucks. Well, thank you. Yeah, young Bucks heading for the higher ground, getting out of there with Brandon Cutler, Associate Stooge. Filming everything. From the advice and hop a suit. stupid vlog. They're coming back for it. Oh! The super kicks from the Bucks, and the Bucks are trying for the count out. Well, they might get it too. Oh, how smart of the Young Bucks. They outsmarted Rapunky Vice. <laughs> Rick Knox giving the, the three count. Now the four. Rock, oh, Rocky Romero. Oh, this is like the Bucks are going to win by count off the shore here. The guys. first time I ever saw Rocky Romero was in the Tokyo Dome, and he was on the ramp for about 15 minutes. He better not do that tonight. He's going to get counted out in his debut. Here. Orange Cassidy trying to urge Trent Barretta and Rocky Romero to the ring, and Rocky finally makes it, beats the 10 count. Super close right there, and you can see Matt Jackson, little, little uh, ticked off that he made it back to the ring. Little appalled. Next Wednesday night, AEW will be returning to Nashville, Tennessee, February 16th at the historic Nashville Municipal Auditorium. And then on Wednesday, February 23rd, we'll be making our debut in Connecticut, Bridgeport, Connecticut, the Webster Bank Arena. Tickets for both events on sale right now at EWTIX.com and Ticketmaster.com. Uh-oh. That oh, great combination offense from the Young Bucks. And good luck finding a team with better chemistry. Then the Young Bucks, they're the tops. Well, not only are they brothers, so they grew up together, but they have been teaming for years and years and years. And once again, against Rapunky Vice, one of their greatest rivals in the world today, making their debut here tonight on Rampage. Rocky Romero, an eight-time former IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion with three different partners. Wow. The most of any competitor in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Look at this! And, oh, Nick. Jackson! Wow. Oh, top rope taking out Rapunky Vice. Beautiful. Unbelievable. And you know what? Speaking of New Japan Pro Wrestling, we, we have to mention the elephant in the room, Adam Cole, as we saw on Wednesday night, 
calling in reinforcements from Switchblade Jay White. That shocked everyone when Jay White showed up. Former Grand Slam IWGP champion. He had all the titles at Scalabon. Oh, wait a minute. Watch oh. Cassie just backing off from the Young Bucks. Oh! Delivering Who's the, that? Delivering the thumbs up and hey! challenge. It's Danhausen! <laughs> Don't say anything bad. He'll curse us. He'll curse us. He's going to curse the Young Bucks. And he cursed them with a pair of oh. Tope's Suicida. As long as he doesn't curse the announcers, we love you, Danhausen. Don't curse us. He's very evil. He's very nice, but he's very evil. And Danhausen, that was an awful shake. Apparently, best friends adjacent and chaos adjacent as well. People in Atlantic City love a little Danhausen. Who doesn't? Trent Beretta. Oh, oh, oh. oh, half and half. Oh! Nice. Sends Matt Jackson for a ride. And Beretta, big back elbow strike in the corner on Nick. Trent comes off the top DDT. Yeah, tornado style for sure. Just as pretty as mine, I'd say. Yeah. So Trent has a little bit of a, of a broken vessels in his eye. Uh -oh. The leg swept out by Matt Jackson. And Trent oh, wow. half and half on the outside. Jeez, that's no joke. Oh, wait a sec. The Nick. Catches him. Looking for the kick. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. What's what he this? gonna do? On Trent Moretta. Moretta. Got Nick Jackson, but look at the oh, knee strikes. Right on the floor as well. Doomsday device knee strike. Orange Cassidy loves it. What's, What's he, he gonna do? For? I don't know. And Chris, you mentioned the broken blood vessels in the eye of Trent Moretta. Could be some residue from the attack we saw Wednesday night when the Young Bucks took out Rapongi Vice ahead of this match. Trent got driven into a track the trail. Oh! Big nice. stop knee strike by Beretta. Quick cover. Rocky just gets the two count on Nick Jackson. What a classic tag team battle we have to kick off Rampage here tonight. And still to come, our main event, the AEW World Tag Team Champions take on the number one ranked Gun Club. Gun Club has had Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, even Christian Cage in their sights for weeks. And they will finally get a shot at the AEW World Tag Team Championship later on tonight in our main event. Trent Beretta released German suplex. Nick lands on his feet. High roundhouse kick. German suplex from Nick Jackson. Uh -oh. Hey, one back for you. Oh my oh. gosh. High stack. Oh my god. Late 90s All Japan. German suplex on the back of the head right there. And the waist lock by Beretta looking for the deadlift German. Matt Jackson with the assist on his brother. Now, double the double German suplex by Rocky and Trent. Oh, but the Young Bucks again, the super kicks. What? Look at that. Rocky and Trent take them down. The punk device looks explosive right now, but all four men are down. Which team will get to a vertical base first? Chris Battleground. You've been on the receiving end of those super kicks from the Young Bucks. You know firsthand just how dangerous, how deadly they could be. Absolutely. I've had many encounters with one of the masters of the super kick, but I can tell you that Matt and Nick's are much more well-timed and much more hard-hitting. Super kick party is not a joke. It's the truth, and if you get it, it can end the match very quickly. Rocky Romero, Matt Jackson teeing off on one oh. another. Back and fourth blows. Rocky's tenacity is, is hard to match, I can tell you that. And Matt knows that firsthand. Rocky Romero getting battered by the right hands from Matt Jackson. Oh. Another rising knee strike by Rocky. He fed the leg. Oh. oh, back, the back heel kick. 
And Rocky Romero coming over. Look at oh, oh wait a oh, second. Oh, oh. Catches him. Oh look at this. What a counter. Could it be? Oh no. Rocky rolls up, rolls up mad too. Oh, oh. so close. Oh. Nick couldn't make the save in time. That was almost free. Matt Jackson with Rocky up on the shoulders, maybe thinking more back for your buck. Trent made the tag. I don't think Matt realizes it. Oh, oh knees up. Wait. Oh, Trent. No, 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 no. Oh, oh my gosh. Avalanche German suplex. Trent. Look at this one. Strong zero. That's it. He's got him. And two. No. Oh. What a breakup right there. Nick using Rocky Romero as a battering yeah. ram so to smart. break up that strong zero pin. So smart by Jackson. You ever had a strong zero, Ricky Starks? I actually have when I went to Japan. You could have one in Rapongi. Tag is made, Rocky Romero, the legal man. And Matt Jackson down, still feeling the effects. That strong zero. Crowd going nuts for this match. They're enjoying our opening match here on Rampage tonight. Rapongi flies. Oh my God! Oh, he wait. landed on his feet. Matt landed on his feet. Another super kick. Another super kick. Oh, Rocky! Walk right back into the grip of Matt Jackson. And now Nick. Oh my oh. goodness! Meltzer driver center of the ring. Two. No. Oh my goodness! What a match tonight. What a way to kick off Rampage. Another classic battle between these two teams. Oh. Is that teeth or saliva or both? I don't know, but it took him down. And Taz, you said it. What a way to kick off Rampage. And this only gets bigger from here, but this may be the beginning of the end. Uh-oh, For we Rocky go. Romero. Well, we saw this on Wednesday. Uh oh BTE trigger. One, two, three. That's all she wrote, baby. Are you winners? No one has been able to withstand that BTE trigger. Rocky Romero feeling it once again, courtesy of the Young Bucks. What an excellent match. Great performance from all four men. Rocky's down, Orange is up, and Cutler's getting a little bit too close there. I'd watch out if I was him. Yeah, be, be careful, Orange <laughs> Cashley. He can be dangerous. Brandon Cutler trying to... He's got sunglasses on, you dummy! Cutler trying to score some footage for uh -oh. BTE. He might get more than footage, bro. He's getting <laughs> footage. No pun intended. That was a good one. Thank you. Oh, swing and a miss by Cutler. Orange punch! Didn't even... Oh, watch out! Oh. Shades fell off on that one. The super kick party from the Young Bucks. They just wiped out Orange Cassidy. And the Young Bucks scoring the win and getting the last whoa, out. Whoa, whoa. There he is, what Jay is White! Switchblade, Jay White with the Blade Runner on Trent Barretta! His debut appearance in an AEW ring, the former Grand Slam New Japan Pro Wrestling Champion. This is huge! Chris, that Grand Slam is the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, the US Heavyweight Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, and the Never Openweight Championship. And Jay White, Switchblade himself, the first man ever to have held all four of those titles. And now he has made his presence known here in AEW.
and handsome devil hook one of the fastest rising stars here in all elite wrestling Hookamania continues to run wild one of the most popular wrestlers in AEW today and he's just getting started and just a reminder next friday night rampage will air at a special earlier time 7 p.m eastern 6 central 4 p.m pacific all a part of the nba all-star weekend celebration here on tnt school amateur wrestling champion folk style wrestling champion and a highly touted member of the factory qt marshall's training facility don't forget qt's trying to send a message to hook trying to send his protégés his minions if you will to get the job done but if this is any indication hook's been on a roll i think blake lee has his work cut out for him here how calm Hook is. Sometimes I wonder if he even realizes that he has a match. <laughs> He's just hanging around until he gets his hands on his opponent and it's done. Someone asked me one time, does Hook have a pulse? And I'd like to let you know. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't rise, I'll tell you that. This <laughs> ankle pick back there from McGlow behind. Totally disrespecting the man to send that message to the regional amateur wrestling champion. <laughs> That's right, Taz. If Hook can get in the head of Blake Lee, he may already. Oh, look at that sprawl. Oh, he took himself out right away. You never do that, Taz. Look at no, that's a corner Nelson right there. Yeah, corner Nelson off of the sprawl. Great technique Two. by Hook. Blake Lee to the rope to force the break. Well, once again, Blake Lee might be one of QT Marshall's best students, but oh, he's not oh. really showing us much here. He's a punching bag for Hook right now. Well, even with that great amateur background, Hook was able to sprawl to block Blake Lee. Look at that, wow. goes through that hip toss, lands on his feet. The Look waist lock on the El Camino. Oh. Explosive hips is the key to every throw. My man has been training for a lot of years to do these moves. Who's he been training with? Well, <laughs> Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And now, hook with Blake Lee in the corner. Look at oh. that! A huge Uchimata. That big reaping side throw, and now Hook, wow. Overhooking that arm right there, shoulder joint getting ripped up. He will dismantle you and dismember oh, you. Oh, wait, QT Marshall getting up on the, on the ring apron. On the apron side, Hook goes for the hook hook. Stay focused now. Uh-oh. That's what Marshall wants, though, Taz. He wants I to take know. his eye off the prize. Remember, Hook already dumped QT Marshall once about three weeks ago when we were back in Washington, D.C. Oh. Lee takes advantage. Go after him! Come on! Blake Lee. Oh, coming off the middle <laughs> rope. Look, just effortlessly steps out of the way. What kind of a protege is that? <laughs> Jeez Louise, I think Hook's just... I'm talking about just toying with his opponent. Hey, timing's everything, right? Hook, Hook could care uh -oh. less. Uh -oh. Look at this. The high crotch. The T-bone. And... Oh! oh! Wow. What an overhead throw by Hook. It's a high crotch with a half waist. I mean, how many matches Hook had so far? Six, seven, eight? Be, uh, five. Look at his boots. They're not even scuffed. Oh, the cross face. Well, Blitzen's jaw scuffed. That's my point. <laughs> the Hook's just been breezing through these guys. His boots haven't even been worn out yet at all. He keeps them clean, baby. Oh, look at this. That's it. Look at this. Rolls over into the red rum, and Blake Lee with no choice but to tap out. 
Red Rock. Red Rock. Works <laughs> again. Hook a man here. Running wild, baby. No winner of this match. <sighs> wow. He's done. Hook with another statement victory. I love it, though. He's not going to work the crowd. He's not going to bask in their cheers. He's in. He's out. It's all business, Chris. All business. All business at QT Marshall. Nothing you can do to stop what Hook is bringing. PWC Friday Night Carnage. I'm your host Jimmy T. That's right, Jimmy T of the PWC. And my co-host, my regular co-host, he's back once again. You know him as A Track Black, but I know him as Michael Davis. Bro, welcome back to the Carnage. It's great having you back on once again. It's the tag team of the century, bro. It's you and I once again. And even the dog barking. Right, black. <laughs> A-Trap Black is back on the PUSD. I'm so sorry that I have been m- missing that soon. But I'm back here with Jimmy T. And I'm, I'm getting ready to talk about the car in the car. Uh, Rampage. But, um, talk about uh, the Rampage. Um, yeah. So. Yo. You let the fucking dogs out, bro. I can hear the dogs barking. I'm pretty sure that's on my end. <laughs> I'm glad that dog is shut up now, for <laughs> fuck's sake. If we were doing this show two days ago, bro, you would have been hearing a full-blown Arab wedding going on, man. I'm talking about drums and all, like... <laughs> and they're like... It was going off, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, man, we're back once again. And don't don't apologize, bro. It's, it's my bad, if anything. But we're back. We're back for the carnage. And we're ready to review AEW Rampage, which is from the Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City, New Jersey, Formerly Trump Plaza, where WrestleMania 4 and 5 were actually at. Which, that's how I always remember the Boardwalk Hall, bro. Always remember it for for being called Trump Plaza. And I don't know if it's true or not. I don't know if you've been to Jersey. Apparently, I look like a guy from Jersey, but I digress. But, Track, tell me, man. Is it true, if you've been to Jersey, that where Atlantic City is situated at, especially where all the casinos are and all that shit... It's pretty much like the worst part of New Jersey. Is that true, bro? Uh, what I'm hearing is uh, one of the worst uh, uh, places on, on uh, in New Jersey. I heard um, H.R. Brown calling it the, one of the buttholes in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've heard it from multiple sources, bro. Like, everyone says it is absolutely 
hell down there, man. I don't know, but the Boardwalk Hall's a legendary place, man. I mean, it's known for boxing more so than anything. Like, we've had some great boxing matchups there and continue to still do. But, man, it's also got a rich history for professional wrestling. Like I was saying, WrestleMania 4-5, bro. Trump Plaza. Yeah, uh, Trump, uh, Trump Plaza a uh, very legendary place for WrestleMania. But as far as AEW concerned, I'm not quite sure. Um, I mean, Dynamite had had a great, uh, it was a decent show, um, a couple of surprises, but Rampage, Rampage uh, was not good at all. I would try to watch, I try not to get bored with it as much. Like, it's just like one thing that caught my eye this weekend, and just that was it. Other than that, Rampage kind of up this week. Yeah, well, funny, I'm glad you brought up Dynamite because I fucking thought Dynamite was brilliant. They did blow their load a bit too much, shall I say, with, you know, two surprises, not just one, but two, especially considering that Revolution is actually coming up. You would have thought they would have saved something for that. But let's talk about Dynamite, actually, before we get into Rampage. I want to know, man, what do you think of Keith Lee's uh, debut in AEW, bro? I mean, I thought he was brilliant. I mean, people say he's better than ever I don't know man he still seems pretty agile to me he seems the same to me even but dude man he got a great reception from that Jersey crowd and man I was pumped seeing him like appear on Dynamite bro it was awesome yeah it was great seeing Keith Lee in AAW I kind of figured he'll be in AW once it's uh he got he got uh, I call I call one of the high free agents in uh in wrestling, when he, and when he uh, knew it, now the play clock was over. Absolutely. Um, the is super agile. He's on, he's he's one of the best big men in uh, in wrestling, and the fact that WWE completely just screw him over was the biggest biggest uh, disappointment uh, of all of WWE. Because guys is very agile, and the guy was special. And the fact that he gave him so much shit uh, when he came up to main roster, it just it was disappointing. The whole Bearcat gimmick was just an embarrassment to find out what a Bearcat was. Whoa. What is a Bearcat? Ah, you, you don't <laughs> want to know, dude. You don't, you don't want to know. <laughs> Maybe I do actually track, but <laughs> because I really do. I don't know what a fucking Bearcat is. Is a cat and a bear crossed and you get a Bearcat? I mean, <laughs> what the fuck? But I'm glad to report that he's once again the limitless Keith Lee. Man, and I gotta say, I miss the fucking Keith Lee chant, bro. The Keith Lee, whoop whoop, Keith Lee, whoop whoop. You know what I mean? That was that's pretty awesome to hear that shit again. Even though it reminds me of the villain Mighty Screw with the with that chant, you know the whoop whoop. But um, yeah, man. Like, like I said, I was pumped for him. Some people weren't really, you know, that excited about his return. Cause look, let's be honest, man. Isaiah, was it Isaiah Cassidy that, that faced, um, it was Cassidy, right? Yeah, it was Isaiah, Isaiah Cassidy. Yeah, well, man, he made him look like a million bucks, bro. Yeah, he, he, he did a great job selling, selling it, all, a lot of his set uh, in mass. And the, uh, it was a good song from, from Keith Lee. You know, it was uh, basically a squash mask. Good song for him, and he looked he looked great in that match, and I can't wait to see what they do with him in the, in the, in the future. 
Absolutely, man. And let's talk about the other forbidden door, supposedly. How about everyone's favorite wrestler that likes New Japan, and that's the Switchblade, Jay White. Is he the Switchblade with his debut from Dynamite onto Rampage? Or is he the Blunt Blade, like I said, on the blow-off with Jago? I mean, should we be worried the way AEW booked this guy? I mean, is he going to be a Blunt Blade, or is he going to be truly the Switchblade? I mean, I was ready for, I was ready, I was ready to come out here and talk to you about this because I was not what you saw on this uh, debut uh, right. for, for Switchblade, Jay White. Um, especially what they what they did with him uh, on Rampage, having him just go out there and beat up Trent Brito. Like, we could get into that later, but like, Jay White and AEW, to me, it's like too little, too late. And also, yeah. I think it's kind of boring. It's, it's kind of dumb that they have him pair up with the the elite, the super super click, and it's like, why you have him be with the, the elite? Why? I mean, I like like I, I like I, you guys said on on uh, on case guy Jay White was calling out Adam Cole not that long ago, but now right. all of a sudden they're working working together. Like, I don't get this at all. But it's cool to see a, a, a Jay White and AW finally after being teased or warmed to be in AW for months now. And I want I'm curious to see what they do with him uh uh, uh, uh in this with this whole feud with the best friends and what they do what's gonna happen when um with Adam and Jay White down down the road. Well, I'm sure look, in my opinion, man, this is leading to it. I don't think Jay White is part of the elite per se. Right? I think, you know, he's he's the switchblade, bro. He's gonna fucking turn on these motherfuckers. You know that. Come on, dude. And to me, it obviously sets up a Kenny Omega return to continue on that New Japan storyline between Kenny Omega and the Switchblade, especially over control of the Bullet Club. I mean, do you remember what Adam Cole said on Dynamite to the Bucks about the Bucks questioning Cole about what's up with Switchblade? And he goes, you know, you know how it is. Once you're Bullet Club, you're Bullet Club for life. You know what I mean? So I think uh, we're getting a continuation of the Bullet Club slash the Elite sort of storyline from New Japan, bleeding over into into AEW. And even with the with the Trent Beretta stuff and uh and and Jay White attacking him, that's also a play to the to the what do you call it, the Chaos and Bullet Club feud back in New Japan. But that's the problem though, Chuck. They they don't explain why and why is this happening, why is that happening. AEW do a bad job about explaining it to the fans why this guy's attacking that guy. Cause let's be real man. I don't think most of these fans know the history between not only the Bull Club and Chaos, but Jay White and Kenny Omega. Yeah, that that's that's a problem that AEW has. They not, they don't explain what the hell is going on in other promotions. They just explain what's going on in AEW. It's like that's what they need to work on. They're like. Um, now don't necessarily tell what's going on with this person that came from WWE. Don't, I don't need their full resume of them being WWE, but like, let you guys are working on Japan, have them bring out what's going on in Japan. Why is Jay White attacking uh, Trump? Why is uh, Adam Cole and is why why is this going on with Jay White and why the Leon Olympics are a little bit sketchy about Jay White? Like, this is why 
you, you need to watch other promotions to know what the hell, hell's going on. Because if you don't yep. know who the hell go, what the hell going on or who who this person is, then you're gonna get lost in the support. That's why I feel like there are more people that cheer for Keith Lee when he came out when Jay White appeared on on the 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 Contron, if you will, right at, on Dynamite. The Contron. The Contron, yeah, that's a good one, bro. <laughs> and I just think that if don't, they don't tell us any any info, any details of why Jay, Jay White is here in EW. Oh, going on between what the history between Jay Wright and Kenny Omega? This whole this whole uh, storyline is is, a, is dead. Yeah, man, and that's the that's the issue with AEW, and it continues to be an issue. They haven't even bothered to rectify this shit, man. And it's been months and months that they have this issue. And that's the thing, man. They're pretty in tune with what's going on and what people say online. You think they would know about a lot of people's issues about not explaining themselves properly? But then again, they'll just say, well, you got to watch fucking Dark and Dark Elevators and uh, Elevations and De-Elevations and oh, I don't know what the fuck, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just it's just AEW, bro. Even with Danhausen, or should I call him fucking Shithausen? Uh, I don't know, man. But even that, man, he's Eddie Kaufman, bro. I mean, I mean, Eddie. Did I say Eddie? Yeah. Andy Kaufman, sorry. Danhausen. Um, I mean, Danhausen is someone that I didn't really mind signing with AEW because he he's not not gonna be a guy that goes after world championships at AEW or anything like that. He's a kid comedy guy. And yeah. hello, track. I believe we've lost track. Yo. Yo, now I can hear you. There you are. You're uh, back. Um, You're busy. I'm back. Continue on about Danny uh, like, 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 like I was saying, he's a comedy guy. You're not going to see him go out there uh change spells in the interview. Uh, he's there to just be uh, doing his funny, funny stick. And and I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to catch with heat for this or give a shit. Um, I think Dan has is more popular than Orange Cassie. Hmm, you might catch some heat there, bro. All those orange punch fucking click out there. Dude, I'm telling you, <laughs> there's fucking millions and millions of orange pulp fans, bro. It's all the pulp in the orange juice, you know what I'm saying? They're all the fans. <laughs> I feel like, like, I think the crowd reacted to him being a, with him, his, his reaction is more bigger than than, than um, Orin Cassidy at times, and it's like yeah, it's weird, right? I, I mean, I mean, Orin Cassidy can wrestle, but like he needs to start doing the, the stupid stick of him being a lazy, lazy that doesn't get get give a damn. Like um, Orin Cassidy is over here just doing shit that he just he needs just needs to stop stop doing. Like I know I know it's over, but like. Nobody gotta give a shit if you keep on doing the same joke over over again, like the lazy kicks and all this, all this, all this nonsense. Like the time, sometimes, sometimes you need to begin, you need to get serious when you get these like unsaintly matches, like the unsaintly match between Cole and uh, Freak. It was, it was okay, but like that ending was so stupid. Like how the hell you had Cole stand there 
doing a damn thing, act like he's uh, afraid of heights, <laughs> and have have him go go down to the table, and that that that's how uh, uh, um Cassie wins. That's so that's so stupid. Like, go out there and get get serious for for uh for one for one second. Like, go out there and just kick 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 somebody's ass, and not without doing the stupid gimmick. Spot on, dude. And especially considering the promo that he did last week on Rampage, you would have thought he would have been a bit more serious. But instead, I'm still waiting for that Adam Cole on the pole match, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it come might on. It might happen. It might. It just might. Well, speaking of Adam Cole and the pole, we move on to the opening matchup on Rampage between Young Bucks versus Rapungi Vice. I mean, this was a pretty good match, man. Actually, I dare say it was a great match. There was a lot of stupidity still, but like I was saying with Danhausen and fucking Shithausen, Orange Cassidy and blah, blah, blah. Nevertheless, it was a decent match. For a second, I thought Rapungi might have gotten it. But the Bucks go over with the Meltzer driver, was it? Or was it? No, it was the V triggers. The BTE triggers, shall I say, to get the win over Rapungi Vice in a hard fought battle. What'd you think, dude? Hello, Michael. I guess we've lost eight track black. We'll be right back for it. Uh, I thought the match was was pretty good to start off. Uh, dynamic, oh, I mean, rampage. <laughs> um, uh, it was some shenanigans uh, here and there with Dan House and Orange Cassidy. It was, of course, the Young Bucks getting their sit in, and uh, but uh, but other than that, it was a good match. It, it was uh, a fun start off rampage, and uh, it was cool to see when Punk, Punk of Rice come back for not only uh, and. And the fact that Tyson, what the hell is going on with this whole Trent Burrow situation? Like, is he slowly, slowly turning? He did. So I thought the match was decent to start off with and uh, having a Upon a rice reunion with uh, Trent and uh, Wacky was very, very cool. You know, it, it was probably one for one night only. Uh, but um, I still, I'm still curious to see what happened, what's going on with Trent Brother because he he has his he has his slight slight attitude change ever since he came back, and I'm curious to see what they got what they got to do with him in the long run because I, I I honestly think that he's not gonna be part of the best friends slash chaos for any longer. You think he's gonna turn on best friends, and then we're gonna have mean friends? I mean, the fact that he had you have Orange Cassidy joining Chaos, you have Danhausen now in the group, and you have freaking freaking Lily Yuta, who is basically the replacement of, of Trent Brother, and he's pissed off. He not, not even not even say hi to him every time here when they when they together. Right. It's like I don't, I won't be surprised if, if Trent Brother is like fuck you guys. Going somewhere else, hmm. It'll be a big deal, too. You know what, man? The one thing I wouldn't mind with the Tremperator heel turn just say he turned on uh Orange Cassidy in particular, I think that can actually turn into a good little feud. I mean, not to my liking, let's be honest, right? But 
overall, I think it would be a few that people would be kind of invested in, as whack as that sounds. And I think it could actually elevate the both of them if we go into a sort of like a blood feud between Orange Cassidy and Tremperetta, even though it makes more sense to turn on Chucky T. Although I'd be more down for a Chucky T and Beretta heel turn. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Um, I think uh, Brent Tremperetta will be decent as, as a heel. Chuck, Chucky T has that that face for a heel. Yeah, absolutely. And he, he always, and he has like you know that devious uh, attitude of his here and there. You know, he's trying, he's trying to be a he he supposed to be a bigger face. And he over here like having that like devious look on his face and actually yeah. a little bit healed at times. And we we were talking about how uh, a, a, the best friend act like he can heal us later on and so. Yeah. But I think uh, uh, T and Trent Breda being uh, healed will not be a bad fit either, especially if you want to build up, build, keep on building up as express as tag champions, and you need more heel tag teams Absolutely. to challenge them more. I want. I wouldn't mind that at all. Absolutely, bro. I agree with you 100%. In fact, I think Chucky e. T has the potential more so than Tremperetta on being that smug heel. Just because he's got a face, you just want to fucking punch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, straight up. Yeah. Like, I think he'd be a better heel. He's got more potential to be the heel. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. So, yeah, like I was saying before, the Bucks win with the BTE trigger. And we're off to the races. I mean... What would you give this match out of five stars, dude? I mean, I would give this match, for a TV match, three and a half. Yeah, I gave it, it three. Yeah, it was, it was a decent match, man. Anyway, we, we go next to, the, to, to a little segment with Brian Danielson, who doesn't care about CM Punk and John Moxley teaming together on Dynamite because he wants a long-term relationship with Moxley. That thing with Punk was just a one-night stand. Matt Dylan and Lee Moriarty come in with Sadell saying he didn't like Danielson suggesting that Moriarty needs a good coach. Danielson then goes on to say Moriarty needs to learn violence, which has Moriarty challenging him for dynamite. Game on, I guess, track. I mean, what do you think of that little interaction? I mean, it's nice to see uh, Lee Moriarty uh, step up and challenge him. Uh, the big big dogs, AEW. Anyway, I mean, big dogs. Matt for Sardell a cat. Look... <laughs> Just saying. I mean, it... <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> True. But um, with Matt Sidell, uh, there's being a little little sip biscuit. There's like, uh-huh. why are you in it? I mean, like, I don't. First he hanging out with Dante Martin, and then they hang out with with brother Mike. Now he's hanging out with Lee Moriarty. Like, like, dude, I don't know what the hell is going on with these with this situation. I don't get, I don't get it. I mean, Lee Moriarty. I mean, I was, I was, I was the biggest fan of his in the Indies. I didn't know, I didn't get the hype, but right, I right. saw, I've been seeing him wrestling, uh, on dark wrestling against guys like Bobby Fist and them, and the guy's pretty good. And I can't, I can't really see this, see how he he, he does against uh Brian Danson. and Brian Danson had a point because he. Lee Moriarty does deserve a better coach because Matt ain't, ain't cut it. I agree, man. And you know what, what annoyed me, and I said this on Uncaged, was the fact that Matt Seidel was just sitting there while while getting berated by Danielson, right? Matt Seidel sitting there with a smile on his face like, yeah, 
yeah, baby, like, it's like he's agreeing with him almost. And it's like, dude, wipe that fucking smile off your face, man. He's giving you shit and you're sitting there like, like, really? <laughs> fucking hell, man. Was he even paying attention to what Danielson was saying? I don't even know, man. He was just sitting there like, like a typical white meat baby face. You know what I mean? That fucking, ugh. Anyway, whatever, man. I guess, he, I don't know. I don't know what to say about Seidel. As far as Moriarty goes, you know who he reminds me of, bro? Other than that cat fucking shit that he does? Because that shit's got to go, man. Like, seriously. But he reminds me of Kenny King, man. Um, I mean, that, that's a good comparison. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. He looks like him. He wrestles like him. Kenny King's better, though, in my opinion. But that's just my opinion. But... <laughs> He could be uh, Kenny Purr. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Did you say Kenny Purr? Uh, Kenny Prince. Oh, Kenny Prince. Can you imagine that, bro? <laughs> or, why, or why not be fucking Kenny Purr? Like, purr. <laughs> I like it when you do it right, purr. <laughs> anyway, anyway, enough of the cat jokes. But we move on. Let's move on to the next match, bro. We got Britt Baker, the AW Women's Champion, versus Robin Renegade, who I can't help but think of Rob, Rock and Robin, back in the day, right? When I see that name, and dude, I don't know why Britt Baker was getting such a matchup by some jobber that I don't even know who the fuck she is, right? Who reminds me of a cross between. I'm talking about it looks here now, not fucking, not her wrestling, because her wrestling sucks, in my opinion. But she reminds me of a cross between Thunder Rosa and, uh, what's it called, man, from, fuck, Shayna Baszler. And then you got Robin Renegade. I don't know what to say about this match, other than, I felt like, uh, Boot Baker should have won this a lot easier, bro. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you, um... I mean, Renegade, so she's one out of the Renegade friends. Uh, you, don't, you don't know who they are. They're a tag team in the Indies. Um, more 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 uh, known at, uh, from uh, Mr. Pro Wrestling, which is Thunder Rose of Molson. Um, I've been following them for, for a while. Um, and um, they, yeah, they, uh, I, I do, I will say this. They're not they're still getting used to wrestling as substances, but they're always known for wrestling and tag team matches. So I do I do think that she still needs a lot of work to do at Western single matches. Her sister uh, split. Okay. Um, but they they are they are a good tag they are good at the tag team. That that I'll, I'll say that. But um, as far as wrestling is concerned, I do say that they they need to get a little bit better. I've been seeing them doing uh training with uh with Carl Rodriguez. Right. So they at least they're trying to get better. So I, I'll, I'll say that. As for Britt Baker in this match, um, I think she she was her her carrying. See, you you right you right about her about her uh, carrying a mask. She still had a lot, a lot of work to do when carrying a mask. Right. Uh, you can tell that the referee was trying was calling spots here and there, like getting in their faces, like calling the spot. Like I hate. I mean, I hate Paul Turner as is, but he's a uh, he tell he was a great. You you can tell you can tell he was very talkative during this match. But let's be honest, Turner's the only decent referee, really, out of the bunch, though, in my opinion, that actually tries to be an actual ref, bro. Yeah, but still fails. <laughs> well, 
Well, man, I mean, yeah, like, well, I'm see, and, and this is why, ladies and gentlemen, that that Jack Black is part of the PWC because I didn't have a clue who the fuck Rock and Robin, I mean, Rock and Renegade was, and uh, but Jack Black knows exactly who who she is, man, and her background. So, bro, we're glad to have you. That's for sure, man. And and, and you know what, dude? But that that that's really really professional woman wrestling. Thanks, bro. Well, for sure, it's true, bro. One hundred percent. But um, yeah, man. I mean, why have we got a renegade and a rebel? I mean, isn't Ren renegade and a rebel the same thing? Uh, I, I I don't know. I mean, rebel can 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 fuck off already because she she sucks. I'm I'm sorry. I try to give rebel a chance, maybe because of her her uh her body uh more. Uh, her back, her backside, but um, maybe <laughs> yeah. that was that. Calm. Maybe that that distracted me. But to the fact that <laughs> baby she got back, bro. Ring. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, when I saw that match against her and uh, Sally Martinez in Impro Wrestling, <laughs> I was like, "Good God, this match! This this girl, these girls suck." I mean, I already knew that Sally Martinez was a horrible wrestler. See, oh only, my God, go for. Oh no! You're gonna get heat, bro. It was her body. Oof. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't care. Certainly, my. I always thought oh, that she sucked in the no. ring. Not, oh, not no. because she was a vampire in WWE. <laughs> because she says, she, she was a bad wrestler. I mean, like I can't, can't, I can't get over my head. Like her, seeing her, seeing her, hearing her say my vags, every repeatedly during that match. It's like it was awful. Like Rebel, at least he gets some. She gets a pass, pass because he wrestled in Stardom, but still, she's not that good. Not, not, not at all. I'm sorry. Damn, that's cold, man. That's cold. You heard it here first, folks. Someone that doesn't like Mercedes Martinez. Damn, bro. That was nasty. No, 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 no. I, I said, I, 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 not, not Mercedes, Re Rebel. Oh, Rebel. Sorry, man. I thought you were talking about Mercedes for a minute. Damn. Well, either way. No, no, no. Mercedes. <laughs> Mercedes Martinez is a, is a lesson. She's, she's one of the best wrestlers. I was going to uh, say, bro. wrestlers of all time. That's why I was tripping. I was like, whoa, man, you're going to get heat for that shit because you were breaking up here and there, and I thought you were talking about Mercedes, and I'm like, what the fuck? No way. So, yeah, forget I even said that, folks. He wasn't talking about Mercedes Martinez. He was talking about Rebel, not Rebel, whatever the fuck her name is. And I agree, she sucks, except for her backside. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Baby got back. But so um, anyway, yeah, Mercedes. But uh, Mercedes Martinez, uh, she's one of the best wrestlers, uh, movie wrestlers of all time. I I have all, none but respect for her. Um, I'm, I'm glad that you know, gave her a chance, and I I mean even though her role right now is kind of a bit boring right now, like how why do why do we need to have her be the the, the higher gun for Brett Baker? Just so we can so just so we can build up to this this Brit Baker and Thunder Rosa match even more. Like I, I don't get it. I thought I, I thought we got we had Jay Cargill bring bring her in or Mark Smart Mark Sterling. No, yeah. we we found out that it was it was Brit Baker for 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 some reason. Like I don't get it. But Dude. it does it gonna be is it gonna does it gonna lead to um Thunder Rosa win the championship? Fine. Because Britt Baker's timing has been a little bit stale lately. Mm, I agree. She has been a little bit lately. I don't know if it's necessarily her fault. 
But you're right, she has been a bit stale. And you know what, dude? Speaking of this little feud, <sighs> the end of the match, man, with Mercedes Martinez and uh, and Hader, uh, it reminds me of two little fucking schoolgirls fucking fighting for Britt Baker, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, it's so fucking, ugh. Like, really? Like, really, TK, you four? Maybe Kenny even? Kenny, 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 bro. If you're booking this shit, what the fuck, bro? Anyway, whoever's booking this shit, you should put your head down in shame. But anyway, <laughs> I'd give this about a, a one and a half star as a match. That's about it for me, bro. Sorry to be harsh, but uh, I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry, I guess. What about you, Track? I gotta be a little bit nice to give it two. Oh, there we go. There we go. Anyway, we do get Thunder Rosa coming out too. She pretty much gets her ass whooped. We'll see what happens with this thing. Hopefully Thunder Rosa does win the championship. Although, I'll be honest with you, Track. I feel like this sort of feud, the way they're booking it so far, it's a little stale overall, bro. It doesn't feel like it's booked right yet anyway. I, I agree with you. Um, um, I mean, this. I mean, the, the whole field that the world and my team started kind of weak anyway. Cause we kept on seeing video packages of uh, these two every week on Rampage, and when you get to the match, it ends up being a good match, but it ends in a, in a DQ. And yeah. and now we got have now we got having a don't no DQ match this Wednesday on on Dynamite, and. It would not surprise me if Dundal Dundal does win here, and we and we might still gonna see another no, more uh uh problems with Mercedes and Jamie Hader. Um, I mean they need to get Jamie Hader out of there anyway. Like Jamie Hader, I'm glad he was like, yo, what the fuck? Why you why you bringing Mercedes? I thought I was the higher gun of the, this whole situation, and that is just like I'm glad Jamie Hader slowly seeing the height seeing light because I think that she, DC does it better better. And I mean, if Underwood does win the championship, and I'll, I'll be very happy, very happy. But have her be just book her the way you book her right now. Just have her be a badass, just kick ass. You don't need to go out, go out there and, and cut promos every week like you're doing with Heyman Page because I know the, the Heyman Page tournament has not been uh, super, but he, he has been backing it up with uh, these uh, these killer matches with guys like Dan, Brian Danson and Lance Archer. So he gets a pass, you know. The crowd, even though fans, the fan not really feeling his title ring right now, he gets a pass because he having good matches. He, he going out there, have showing, showing that champion's heart. So, I I uh, pays that. Yeah, absolutely, man. You're right. I was saying about. I just wanted to touch on with Hangman Page. I was saying enough of this cowboy shit. We need him back as an outlaw, bro. You know what I'm saying? He needs to be more of an outlaw than a fucking cowboy with that with those. Frills and yuck. Those fucking cowboy boots. Bruh, bring back the noose with the fucking bandana across your fucking face since it's COVID. I mean, it makes more sense, right? And I want to see that <laughs> hangman fucking outlaw fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like that Bullet Club outlaw Adam Page. You know what I'm saying? None of this fucking cowboy shit that's fucking been so fucking squashed in my opinion. Everyone's giving him so much shit about cowboy shit. Like cowboy bullshit, cowboy bitch tits. I mean, <laughs> anyway, enough of the cowboy shit. 
Fucking, uh, I forgot to mention that Britt Baker gets the win over Robin Renegade with the stomp in about 7 minutes and 28 seconds. And uh, But we do have shit that happens after the match where Baker hasn't been in the ring. Uh, well, sorry, where, where was I? Sorry. At the end, you know how she she done her lockjaw, didn't she? And she was bleeding. I'm talking about Rock and yep. Robin. I mean, Renegade. That was yeah. a good little spot, man, with the blood and all that shit. And uh, the corner she had, and it reminded me of uh, the outlaw on uh, um, NWO uh, here at National had uh, back in the day. Right, right. No doubt, man, for sure. Well, my favorite part next track. We got everybody's favorite friggin' hook. It's Hook himself against Blake Lee. And that's Lee with an ally. Uh, I'll be honest, man. I was that mesmerized with Hook that I don't even remember what his opponent looked like, bro. Straight up. I swear. All I saw was Hook, bro, on my screen. I mean, this guy, Blake Lee, I, I... Feel bad for him, but you guys ass kicked by by hook. Like this is the this is the student that that Cutie Marshall brought in to to uh, face hook. Like this guy was a scrub, and he got treated like a scrub in this match against hook, or as I, I like the uh, people could probably call him right now, Tom Holland. Because <laughs> as he's as I as I said in the last episodes of, of Friday Night Carnage, this guy was like Tom fucking Holland, Spider Man, and I'm sorry. Ever, ever since I, I hear I heard uh H. Brown said that on the PB hustle, I cannot see it. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jack. I'm sorry, bro, but I see it, man. I can see it. And and seriously, man, I, I love this kid, bro. I don't know what the fuck, man. He still gets a great pop. The minute his song hits, bro, boom. We're off to the races, bro. We're all hooked. We're all hooked. Dude, I don't know, man. I'm a fan of this kid, although I will say that AEW can mess this kid's run up. Real easy. I mean, I think it's time that maybe we do see more of a competitive matchup with Hook and see what he really can do. But in me saying that, people got to remember it's only been his like his fifth match. He's only had five matches. Do we really need to see him have a competitive match so soon? I mean, I'm just riding the Hook wave, bro. I'm just fucking riding it along and I'm loving it, bro. I, I think this kid still has so much potential. He's got so much to give. He's over. And whether you like him or not, he kind of gets it, man. Although, in saying that, he still has some work to do. He's not perfect. But the kid is catching on. He gets it. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I think uh, I, don't, I don't think it would hurt to have a competitive matchup uh, this this soon. Um, Jacob had uh, a, a competitive matchup, like her like her seven or eighth ma- uh, match in AEW. Um, but um, if they gotta have a match between, it does lead up to a match between Hook and Kiki Marshall. That road, I, I don't, I don't give a fuck about it. I'm, I'm sorry. Like who? Why do I give a fuck about Kiki Marshall? Or, or as I, as I, as Jay always say, Kiki Marshall, my ass. I don't <laughs> give a fuck if it's Kiki Marshall, Kiki Marshall. How about you Kiki your ass out of AEW? <laughs> it's like I don't, I, I can't stand this guy. And it's like they gonna lead. This would lead to a match between them. I don't care for it. 
is like I hope keep them, uh, I hope uh Hook beats him in uh in one minute. Like I don't give a fuck. QT Marshall needs to get needs to just get get squashed by Hook. And I yeah, I don't give a fuck about QT Marshall at all. It's QT Marshall. Check, all right, get it right, get it right. It's Marshall. But anyway, enough of the Marshall. I agree with you. I do hope Hook absolutely dis- like destroys QT Marshall, right, in, in like a minute and a half. Unfortunately, though, Trek, I just don't think we're going to get that, bro. I don't want to see QT Marshall be in the first guy to be Hook. And that, that, and, and that really into it, then fuck off. Like, oh, no. Marshall won't beat Hook. Don't worry about that, bro. He's not going to beat Hook, but I just think we're going to get a freaking competitive matchup. I, I I hope not. I mean, it's just like Hook, like, Hook's a squash on some, so it's like just squash QT Marshall. It's just, I mean, QT Marshall is not that good. But anyway, I, 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 I know I heard, I hear people on Hyman Mia Group uh, praising this guy. But I'm sorry, there's not this guy. This guy is not special, and I, I mean, I feel bad for P for getting this guy the the, the diamond cutter, pa- passing the torch to give him the diamond cutter. Yeah. Like, dude, wh- why are you giving him the, the diamond cutter? He doesn't even do it right. This is like, he doesn't do anything right. Like this guy over here, when I first saw him, I thought this guy was stealing Cardio's gimmick, yeah. walking around with an apple in his hand. Yeah, like, like, no, but you get it. He's a New Yorker, bro. He's from the Big Apple. He's more like a, a big biz. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right there. But uh, QG Marshall, he, he needs to get his ass kicked. Um, I mean, he got he, buried by Paul White, Big Show. I mean, I can't wait really to see him get buried by, by Hook on the world. And it's just like, just, just, go, just stick with train the wrestler down the fact uh, the, the factory. The other one, I don't really see him on a weekly, weekly basis on down the right or pace. I agree, one hundred percent. And let's hope that happens, bro. Let's hope. I just got a bad feeling. We're getting a friggin' ten to fifteen minute matchup between Hook and QT Marshall. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see. Well, anyway, Hook gets the win with his red rum or the katsuhajime, whatever you want to call it, the chicken wing, the rear naked choke, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, Taz mission, whatever. He wins with that. But um, yeah, man, impressive win once again, I guess. I mean, I'd give it about a two-star. I would pump it up to three just because it was Hook. <laughs> but uh, no, look, to be real, it was, it was about a two-star match. Nothing nothing that you didn't expect. It was, all, it was Hook or nothing. That was it. You know what I mean? So yeah, let's see what happens when we get to QT Marshall and the Hookstar. Because Hookster Mania is running wild, brother. <laughs> I get this match a two-star match. Nothing special. Just your average hook squash match. Right. Oh, and I forgot to mention before about the Layla Hirsch uh, segment, how she talks about being... Oh, God. Yeah. Being in a Russian orphanage <laughs> and doesn't think Chris Stantlander's story matches up. Stantlander goes on to say that's the kind of attitude that made Layla's parents give her up. Well, that's harsh indeed, Track. And uh, I thought, who's the baby face and who's the heel, dude? I didn't think a baby face says those kind of words. Maybe I'm wrong. Who am I? 
why why you fucking say that shit, like Statlander? Like, <laughs> this is what this call this check the, the galaxy billion. Yes. Why? Why you you why you want to out there and say some serious shit like that? Like, you know, being a Western orphan is no no is no joke. At least what I I, I, I heard. Um, yeah. And the fact that you had the fact that you had Chris Statlander saying that saying that shit, like. Dude, like I, I, I get it. I mean, very faces do go that that level of you know personal, in in like in the rivalry or or feel when the heel does it. But I didn't hear anything anything Layla Hurst said was personal, anything personal that she said, like that. I didn't, I didn't, that, I didn't she didn't go that far that uh, Chris Down go went. So like I think it's a bit, you know, it's, it's stupid how Chris Down said said this shit. I mean, I don't know why she said it. You know, you know, trying to get in the head of the heel when they've been kicking your ass uh, for weeks, but that's not the right way to go. Especially if you, especially if you see, Layer says some shit like like that. She was in an orphanage in Russia, and you're saying that just made it a little bit too. Uh, it's tasteless. It's fucking tasteless. Absolutely tasteless, and uh, she did go there, so. I just thought this was a silly... Pr- this is just going to get Layla Hirsch over, man, then Statlander. Whoever fed him th- those lines, yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah, pal. That's good shit. Anyway. <laughs> well, let's move on to the main event b- between Jurassic Express versus the Ass Men, or the Ass Boys, whatever you want to call them, for the AEW World Tag Team Championships. And before we get into the matchup, we get a face-to-face showdown between Billy, between Billy Gunn and the Ass Boys. <laughs> and Christian Cage slash Jurassic Express. Billy talks about all the statements they have made with the tag team titles coming to them next. Christian and the Chance promise to destroy the Ass Boys for good. So we move on to the matchup between the Ass Boys, aka the Gun Club, versus Jurassic Express. And, uh, yeah, you know what, man? <laughs> I hate to say it, but the Ass Boys kind of impressed me. I, uh, I mean, uh, the Ass Boys, uh, Austin and Colton Gunn. <laughs> um, I know what's been an Austin Gunn ever since he was sitting in the front row during the pandemic era. It's uh, a, a AW whenever in daily place. I like a fucking Mark Tard. <laughs> I never, never liked them. He was annoying. At least with his his brother Colton, he's actually out here. He looks he looks like a he actually looks like a wrestler, and he look, he looks like he can go out there and kick some ass. He was undefeated in uh, for, for quite a while until he got uh, get, he got pinned by Sting in that tag team match um, a couple months ago. Um, I do, uh, but Colton Colton Gun is is pretty good in the ring. Um, uh, Austin Austin Gun, he can, he can fuck off. Um, um, and Billy Gun. I mean, I stop trying to make Billy Gunn gun, gun thing, oh, please. Um, he 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 was good in in in, in after all, but now it's like he just he trying to make he trying to he really trying to be relevant again with him doing the whole. You not now we got two words for you, and, and of course he say suck because that's copyrighted. But like, just stop trying to be relevant. Stop trying to make a Billy Gunn thing again because it's twenty twenty two. And I want—I don't want to see this off on my TV being a big deal wow. anymore. Wow, track that old guy 
He's still very big, bro. <laughs> I mean, shit. Look at him. He's fucking jacked. We all know it's all steroids. You had to go there. Well, that's why he got fired. So, I mean, uh, anyway, moving on from horse tranquilizers to to, to back to the ass boys. Um, uh, <laughs> Colton is the shorter one, right? No, that, that, that's Austin. Oh, that's Austin. All right. See, I'm more of a fan of Austin Gunn than Colton. I think Colton looks a bit weird. He looks more like his dad back in the DX days, maybe even smoking guns days, if you know what I mean, with Bart Gunn. Whatever happened to that long lost brother, right? <laughs> but uh, but but in all seriousness, did you notice the way they were dressed, the ass boys? A, a little bit, yeah. They were HPK, bro. Circa ninety two. Yeah, I did. I did notice that they were. I didn't notice that they had a like a uh, HPK style in their tights. Can you believe none of my friggin' um? Hosts, my co-hosts actually realized that when I brought it up on Uncaged. Can you believe that shit? <laughs> I mean, I do, I do see the resemblance of their tights because they do have the style of uh, Saw Marcos when they when, uh, had those tights back in the day. Um, and like, it's uh, freaking Dove Jacob was doing that same shit too when he was trying to be so, trying so hard to be like uh, Saw Marcos back in the I mean, I just hate I just hate Dove Ziggler. I mean, I don't know if I told you this before, but I hate Dove Ziggler. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and don't get, don't get me started on him being an NT 2.0. I mean, that that's a joke. That is a joke. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up, hold up. Hold the phone. Did you just say Dolph Ziggler is in NXT 2.0 now? Yeah, he he appeared last week uh, during the um, face-to-face uh, confrontation between, between Tom Breaker and uh, Escobar. <sighs> okay. Anyway, that's news to me. <laughs> that that's shocking. But anyway, maybe it's going to be good. Who knows? We'll see. But uh, back. I just want to say about Austin Gunn. Not only what did they both look like HBK, but if you noticed, uh, Austin Gunn was wearing even the vest, the old circa ninety two HBK vest, bro. Yeah, I asked that too. Um, I, I mean. I'll- Again, also going to Mark Tard. He's all being Mark Mark Tard. He he he. Gun acting actually, I can I can actually take him take him seriously as a wrestler. But also gone, he's just over here trying to make us get get us over. I mean, I get it. It doesn't mark for yourself, but he he takes he just goes out there out there as being annoying as fuck. Whether it be him sitting in the stands wearing Corsita's uh rope with Corsita. Back in Japan, talking some shit about AEW. Right. Uh, I'm not, not going to get into that. <laughs> um, but Austin Gunn is a, is a dork. But Colton Gunn, I can see him being a, a, a big deal than Austin Gunn, whatever they decide to go to separate race. Uh, dude, I think Austin Gunn's a better worker, though, bro. Honestly. You, you think so? I do. I actually do. I think uh, Colton comes across as. As a little too green steel man, I think Austin Gunn is a lot more quick on his wits, if you know what I mean. He doesn't really have to think much in the ring. He knows what he's doing, whereas sometimes I feel that Colton Gunn is like a deer in the headlights, bro. I don't know, man. I think he needs his brother just just quietly. 
I mean, they I mean, like both guys still need that lot of work to do anyway because they haven't been wrestling for that long, that long, and you keep on having their father just teaching teaching the ropes, then they they probably be more successful, right? Be a, a tag team or or uh, singles competitors. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where that if that happens, if and when. First of all, these guys need to change their friggin' entrance music. It's just what the fuck is that? I mean, seriously, yeah, it doesn't even sound like guns or clubs. It just sounds like friggin'. <laughs> I don't know, Rand. I don't it know. Sounds, it sounds like what Mass Idol would come out to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's fucking very fugazi. It's just, and I know what Fugazi means, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, we get a, a bunch of near falls, which I didn't like. Too many near falls, but that's AEW. And Jurassic Express. Get, uh, did I say Jurassic Express? <laughs> I meant Express. <laughs> Express. It sounds like I'm Scottish. <laughs> But see what I did there? Express. Like express. <laughs> it's like the ass club and the fucking jungle tits fucking together. But anyway, they get the win as per usual and to retain their AEW World Tag Team Championships. Overall, it was a good match. I'd still give it about a three star. I know some people will give it friggin' four stars. Whatever. It was a good TV match. But I already saw a good friggin' TV match at the start of the fucking event. So... Yeah, we get two great tag team matches and one crap women's match. And, of course, Hook's match is the best, of course. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. It's hard to separate between the first and last match. I mean, what do you think was better between them two matches? I thought I thought the, the first match was, was a little bit better than, than the main mm-hmm. event because I, I did see they were trying the, the, in the main event, they, tried, they were trying to recreate what they did in the first match, which was just, it was just too much. Like we always saw that that's it in the, in the first match. There's no need to, for you to go back to go back to it like in the main event. And like, yeah, I mean, we have. I don't. I don't think you you got you, you, you can do that with guys like Jurassic Express and the the Gun Club because yeah. with uh the the with the Young Bucks and with Punk, they get passed because they they've been in the New Japan ring and they don't they know what the hell is going on when it comes to like offenses and near falls and all that. So not even mad about them. I mean, I am mad at the fact that they just keep on getting a sit in and with the whole stupid scenarios with Dan Housen and Orange Cassidy. But that's that's uh, no big deal. That's just a little nitpick. But right. in, in the main event, it just it just didn't need to do that, all, all that in, in, in this match with two with two tags. Don't we really know? They're not even known for that, that style that much. So overall, uh, it was a half uh, star match for me in the main, uh, main event. And I think, think that. If you start the, the matches around, having uh the Young Bucks and Punk and Rice be in the main event, and having uh Jurassic Express and the Gun Club be in the main event, maybe it will be be uh seen a little bit better. But yeah, it's just the the pacing of this match was just off, and you don't need to have this that newspaper style matchup between these two teams. They don't know set up a newspaper. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. I think we can call it a night, though, Track Man. I think we've covered pretty much all of uh, Rampage right here on the Friday Night Carnage, which I'm glad that we're back on, man. So before we go, Track, tell them where to find you, man. 
Uh, you can find me on uh, in Twitter at Mad Greatness. You can find me on Instagram at Michael Davis Twenty Two. And you can, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, the PW Hustle Zone. I've been doing uh, I've done a couple of videos uh, in in uh, for Black History Month. I uploaded the Biggie tree review I, I did. Now I uploaded the Keith Lee tree review I did year uh, years ago, which was originally on the on the PBS channel, but that channel got deleted. The, but not the, not the new one, but it was the, the original one. So make sure you check the, those uh, tree videos out. I don't know who I'm gonna be doing tree review this this week, but soon uh, I gotta be doing one uh, for Bobby Last Play next week, uh, the last week of Black History Month. So be on the lookout for that. Absolutely, man. Well, you can find me at DJ Mass Effects and at the PWC Network on Twitter. More importantly, please like and subscribe at the PWCnetwork.podbean.com where you can find not only this show, but all our shows. And I think that's about it, man. So I think we take it home, track. I'm Jimmy T. He's A-Track Black Michael Davis. And you've been listening to the PWC. Friday Night Carnage right here on the PWC Network. Adios. See ya.
Colton Gunn. Very yeah. smart. Colton has his brother was sent over the ropes, made the tag. Uh-oh. Oh, oh look, look at this. That, that, took out, that is great tag team wrestling right there. Took out the knee of Luchasaurus just as Jungle Boy was leaping for the tag. And now Colton Gunn. Excellent. Plants Jungle Boy on the back of his head. This is looking bleak for the AEW World Tag Team Champions. That was very impressive, and I don't impress easy. I'll tell you what, once again, the chemistry and the poise these two brothers show in the ring far outweighs the experience they have. This could be a big night for the Gun Club if they continue to wrestle like this. Well, they were one step ahead of the champions, and that's why that all went down. It was great by the Gun Club. Beautiful. That's one of my favorite oh. spots of the show so uh -oh. far. Wait a second. Luchasaurus grabbing the wrist. Oh! Fast German! He has a low trajectory on that German suplex. Great ring awareness, though, by Austin Gunn making the tag. And the comebacker, Larry, avoided by Colton. Jungle Boy has used that so many oh. times. Nice thrust kick right on the money. And Jungle Boy, oh, goes underneath and makes the tag! Here it comes! Uh-oh. Oh! Big shot from Luchasaurus. Wow! Take it down, Austin and Colton. The teeth sends Austin down to his back. Now the hands are around the throat of Colton Gunn. Oh, no. Strength of Luchasaurus unmatched in this ring right now as he's just throwing them both around like ass dolls. Oh. Luchasaurus does not stop. Oh, Austin Gunn comes out, but oh, beautiful. Oh. Gun oh, Club oh, gets oh. leveled by Luchasaurus. That was awesome. Billy Gunn being smart and staying on the ground. He doesn't want none of that. Yeah, this is Gun Club. Austin and Colton's first shot in their careers at the AEW World Tag Team Championship. They have a chance Double. to unseat Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, but oh, they escape. So smart. They literally escape right out of the ring. Great oh. teamwork. Wait a second. This Jungle Boy wow. over the top, crashing down. Steerike on the Gun Club returns Colton Gun into the ring. Uh oh, uh -oh. walks right into that grip of Luchasaurus, and now the moonsault press. Far leg hooked. Oh! I thought that was it for sure. Good job by Colton. Colton keeping that was impressive. Vicious choke slam, one of the hardest moves to take in any match. I can vouch for that. Trust me. Take a few of those from Paul White, you never feel the same again. <laughs> Luchasaurus makes the tag out to Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy, he's recovered quite nicely, but oh wait. He took Austin, it away. Austin Gunn brings his brother out of harm's way. Swing and a miss. Oh, oh my goodness. Rolling Shot. elbow strike, crack. Jungle Boy, low bridge. Sends Luchasaurus to the outside. Austin Gunn slides underneath. Oh, oh, look at this. Nice job, Austin. Who's the leg of Luchasaurus? Watch out, watch out, Oh, Jungle Boy, Toby! Oh, no. Toby in his own man! Oh, the champs have a have a little bit of a problem here. Oh, look oh. at that, the quick draw on the floor! The Gun Club needs to keep applying pressure. Keep applying pressure, come get on. Get his ass in the ring. Yeah, they need to get Jungle Boy into the ring. Excellent performance from the Gun Club tonight. Come that's on, boys. That quick draw on the floor. There we go, yes. yes. Colton. Using the ropes. Damn it. Oh, of course, Christian gets involved and kicks the feet off the ropes. Here goes Billy Gunn. Aubrey Edwards had her eyes on Jungle Boy's shoulders. She didn't see wow. the feet on the ropes. And now Billy Gunn taking out Christian Cage. But oh. Look at this. Pull oh. the title. Oh, my. World Tag Team Championship belt. Oh, down he goes. He just brained Jungle Boy. This could be it. We've got new champs. we got an upset. Tonight, oh. a Red Vision upset. Oh. oh. 
Two's out of three! Jungle Boy was able, somehow able to kick out. How did he kick out of that belt shot right to the face? That was the gun club work a hair's breadth away from becoming the new AEW World Tag Team Champion. Colton can't believe it. I can't believe I, it. Wow. You can never count out Jungle Boy. Gun Club finding that out firsthand. What else they got, Excalibur? Oh, a Luchasaurus. Dig deep, boys. Oh, no. Sleeps out Colton Gun. Jungle Boy and Austin Gun collide in the ring. Yeah, but Jungle Boy's still trying to recover from that belt shot. Whoa! Oh, my gosh! Right to the crowd! Colton Gunn sent over the barricade by Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage just lays a huge spear, wiping out Billy Gunn on the floor! All hell breaking loose here tonight! Oh, Austin Gunn was looking for the famous sir. Wait a minute. But now the kill switch! The kill switch by Jungle Boy! Christian's One, two, three! Wow. Surprised Jungle Boy can still walk, but he got the victory! Now the winners of this match. And still, AEW World Tag Team Champions, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. What a great victory for Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus here tonight. The mentorship of Christian Cage paying dividends for this tag team. That was definitely a super impressive victory by the champions here. Great performance from the Glum Club as well. Let's see this finish here. Look at this. Oh. The kill switch was the end of the night for Gun Club and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus once again retain the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, taking on Robin Renegade. And as you saw in picture in picture, Britt Baker has been dominant. Completely. Oh. oh, but Robin turning the tables on Britt. We saw Britt use that hair whip a few times on Robin. Now, Robin doing it to the AEW Women's World Champion. Britt's a little bit in trouble here. Oh! Uh oh. John Woo dropkick. I like that right to the turnbuckle. Nowhere to go. Oh. Again, double knees. Oh, cover, cover, Renegade. cover, cover. Yeah, she's burning daylight here. Once again, though, she's getting a little bit of fire. Robin headed up to uh -oh. the top. Oh! Uh -oh. Uh -oh. upset, upset the main No! That would have been. Man. There's that banana pill you referenced earlier, Jericho. That's what I was talking about. Can you imagine if Robin Renegade got the victory tonight? Just imagine what could happen. That'd be insane. Oh, man, what a, what a massive upset it would have been. All hell would break loose for Britt, Britt Baker, I'll tell you that. Oh, Robin. Oh, but look at this. Britt's not it's letting that happen. Oh, the map. Thrust kick by Britt Baker. She had a little bit of a gator roll right there, for those that know. Yeah, you saw, oh. you saw Robin try to get her hand up in the way, but Britt kicked through it. Now the second shot. And Robin getting jaw-jacked by the AEW Women's World Champion, Dr. Britt Baker. High face there. Robin swing and a miss. Britt ripped. Oh! oh. Elbow strike. Robin dropped to one knee. Britt pulls her back up. And then, oh! Oh! Fisherman's neck breaker. Quick twist on that. Yeah, Once that, again, that, that twist will definitely get you. Oh no, here it is. Wait a second. Oh, oh the stop by Britt Baker. Unbelievable. That looked vicious. And now, finally, Britt Baker decides to end it. Here is your winner, the AEW Women's World Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD.
And that was the kicker right there, Excalibur. She decided to end it. I think she could have ended this at many points during the match, but she was enjoying it. She's sadistic, and she's the champion. And she is dominant, but uh -oh, wait. Oh, no! Rebel with the glove on the hand of Dr. Britt Baker. And now Britt, after she's after she's defeated her opponent, oh. she wants to humiliate Robin Renegade. Look at this! Oh. Applying the lockjaw. And oh, look at this! This is blood already! And Britt just... Look at the blood oh. on the teeth of Robin Renegade! Wait a second, Thunder Rosa! She's up for blood! Oh, oh she just she leveled Rebel on the rim! on right through Rebel! She takes Britt Baker down, oh. there we go! Punches to the face! And shots! And Thunder Rosa teeing off on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD! Well, Hater, Jamie Hater! Jamie Hater's finally making her appearance here! Jamie Hater oh coming gosh. down to the aid! of Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And wait, Mercedes Martinez. This is some Mercedes, what a brawl's going on. Oh, oh my God. The backbreaker by Jamie Hayter. And we talked about the rivalry between Hayter and Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes is the hired gun of Dr. Britt Baker. And Mercedes Martinez and Thunder Rosa will meet next Wednesday night at Dynamite in that no disqualification match. Looks like Britt Baker might have to have a uh -oh. team meeting of her own after this breakdown here tonight. Hey, watch. She's got these two tough ladies fighting for her. CM Punk teaming with John Moxley Wednesday. You know, I know what people want. People want me to be bothered. They want me to be a little bit perturbed. They think that John Moxley turned down my offer, but no, John Moxley just likes to fight. And here's the thing, my offer and CM Punk's offer are two entirely different things. I want a long-term relationship to help build AEW. And what Moxley got with CM Punk on Wednesday was just a one-night stay. Okay, well, hey, oh, wait a minute. Excuse me, guys, sorry to interrupt your wonderful episode of Love Live with Tony Schiavone, but Brian, last week, I'm bothered by what you said, that Lee Moriarty should abandon my mentorship. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, I hope you're... I, I hope that you, you're not misinterpreting. I have an infinite amount of respect for you, Matt. Dude, you're a tremendous wrestler, excellent talent, I'm sure an excellent coach. We but, what Lee, but what Lee needs, you can't teach him. He needs to learn violence. Hey, 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 hold on. I don't need y'all standing around talking about me like I'm not right here. You wanna see violence? I can show you violence. You see, that's what I wanted to see somebody to step up. Show me how much violence you've got inside you. When I face you Wednesday on Dynamite. Whoa, whoa. All right, Excalibur, let's go back to you guys. consideration paid for by the following.
another episode of Hogan's Corner. Well, doesn't work for me, brother. But I gotta tell you, the time that I faced Earthquake, John Tento, that fat motherfucker, brother, he's a big fat fuck. You know, me and him, we had a fucking program, brother. And he sat on my chest, and he did the Earthquake, brother, and he sent me to the hospital, broken wrist, brother. And you know what? All the little Hulkamaniacs, they showed me love. They fucking covered my hotel hospital room, brother, with all the goddamn mail that I got from the Hulkamaniacs all around the world. But that fat fuck, you know what? At SummerSlam 90, brother. I told this to the grand, you know, well, doesn't work for me, brother. You know, I want to fucking slam that motherfucker, hit him with a big boot, and drop the leg, and one, two, three, brother. But Vince McMahon said, no, brother, you're going to win by count out, because the big boss man going to hit him, and you're going to beat the count, brother. No, well, doesn't work for me, brother. So, you know what? Fuck that shit. So I got to tell you, Earthquake, what you going to do when Hulkamania runs wild on you, brother? And I fucking win, because I'm still alive, brother. Hulk Hogan is just too sweet. Terrible is hell, brother. And that was another Hogan's Corner. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.